ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. Now, before we really get going, I have got to share with you, Purpose Girls, that Goddess on Purpose, the eight-week virtual course for you to rise up during this time and step into your most powerful purpose for you to be that woman that right now gets so clear on your purpose, that right now is so on fire to bring it to the world so that it brings you good health, brings the world good health, so that you are that goddess on purpose. Like This is how I have turned around every issue of my life, whether being robbed at gunpoint, my miscarriages. Think about how we all responded to 9-11. It was, do we panic or do we choose purpose? And so join me in the Goddess on Purpose course. We start April 7th. You do not want to miss it. I mean, imagine having me in your ear every week for these eight weeks of this challenging time. Okay, this is what we need more than ever. You will have me coaching and teaching you every single week. You will have exercises where you get clear and you get ignited and on fire. You will be leaving the program prepared to go for the bigger job or to start your business to really change this world. And you are going to have a sisterhood supporting you. And this is what we need now. I am taking a stand for women who are ready to step into their greatness, women who are ready to serve right now, and women who are uh, fierce and on fire to be goddesses on purpose. Check out Goddess on Purpose on my website. The link is in the show notes. I am taking $200 off because of everything going on right now, and I want every woman to be able to sign up. And many women have been emailing me asking for different payment plans, and let's chat about it because I want every woman to be able to say yes to yourself and your purpose and change the world now. So years ago, when I first got started, or even before I started Purpose Girl and had this dream, I envisioned a movement of women, you know, not just like each individual woman living her purpose, but like a movement that we were like taking to the streets. I envisioned a stadium of thousands of women standing up and saying yes. And that like literally by us doing that together as a movement, we were going to shift this entire planet. And I didn't know how I would do it. I still don't know how I do it (laughs) or how I'm going to do that movement. But every step forward, And every one of you that is part of this is part of creating that. And I am fascinated by movements of women that tend to start organically, where women are coming together and are really taking a stand for something together. And so my guest today has created that kind of movement. And she is so inspiring and She is really taking a stand and really leading so many people to feel empowered in their bodies, in their minds, in their health. And she is the epic, ultimate purpose girl. And I am so excited and so honored to have her here. Let me introduce you to Sadie Lincoln. Sadie is the co-founder and CEO of Bar 3, a fitness company that many of you probably have done their classes before. It's focused on teaching people to be balanced in body and empowered from within. Starting in 2008 with a flagship studio in Portland, Oregon, Bar 3 has grown to include more than 140 franchise studios powered by female entrepreneurs, plus an online workout streaming subscriber base in 98 countries and growing and more. What started out as a workout has blossomed into that full-blown movement made up of millions of people focused on body positivity, being empowered, and redefining what success in fitness means. Sadie is on Inc.'s Female Founders 100 list. She's been featured on NPR's How I Built This and speaks regularly on topics of mindful leadership 
the power of body wisdom and the movement to redefine what success in fitness means. Beyond running her company and being a global spokesperson, Sadie still enjoys teaching Bar 3 classes to so many of her founding clients in her hometown of Portland, Oregon. Sadie, I am so excited to have you on the Purpose Girl podcast. Welcome. I'm excited to be a part of your vision and your movement. It's pretty cool. I'm in. Thank you. I know you are. Like you're a purpose girl through and through. This is obvious. So take us back. You had an idea for a workout. And now you have millions of people who are feeling more positive about their body, millions of people spreading this message. How did this come about? Because I think everyone who listens to the show has a vision and wants to live their purpose. And sometimes it seems so big that we don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. Well, I think starting with that, it is big. If my big, one of my big moments was when I was pregnant with my first child and I was working out at home and relearning to move intuitively and honor my body, not shame it, mm-hmm. choices in movement to grow and be strong and present just as I was. Uh, versus trying to work out to get to an after picture or an imagined version of myself that Mm. successful, worthy, hot, whatever, Mm -hmm. that I was conditioned to believe was important. But when I was pregnant, I, I, I remembered that, oh, that doesn't matter. What matters is just really taking care of my body today as it is. And, and, and that moment was big. It is big. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. A lot of us have those moments every day, all day long. There does it's when your knowing voice speaks and yes. you hear it. And difference is acknowledging when you hear that. Sometimes it's a really quiet voice, sometimes it's really clear. Is to really, really listen and realize that that voice matters more than anything else that you'll hear in the mm. world that day. What I've learned is when I've taken the time to listen to my own voice with compassion without judgment and honor it, that it tends to be shared with many, many other people that I'm not the only one questioning things. I'm not the only one realizing, you know, something or, or, or noticing a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, And I really, really believe in the idea of scratching your own itch and having, Mm -hmm. you know, a data point of one, and that's yourself and your inner Mm -hmm. is huge. It is big. Mm-hmm. This is so big. First of all, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm pregnant right now. Oh, and ex- thank you. Thank you. And this is so resonating on a deeply personal level. When I had those few weeks that you couldn't really tell if I had just gained weight or I was pregnant. And all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, who's that in the mirror? And it's resonating so deeply this this message of your inner knowing of just it's about my health and it's about taking care of this beautiful vessel that I am and that I have. And then, so just on one level, it's resonating. And then the other, we get these inner knowings. We have these whispers. And so often we just brush them away. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make any sense. No one's going to think that. Who am I to even think that, et cetera? Mm-hmm. But I love what you said. It's about really hearing it and then listening mm-hmm. and following it. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So you had this inner knowing when you were pregnant. And then how did it grow into the into bar three as we know it now? Uh, it's still growing and it's still a practice to remember that that's what's most important to honor what's present for me in the moment and then move in a way and that's aligned with what I really need. That mm-hmm. continues to be a practice. It's also a practice to build a company that way uh, in mm-hmm. alignment with what we all really need versus what we should be doing or what other people do or, 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 or. Uh, and yeah, I think that first moment, that was the seed of the idea of, oh, maybe I'm not the problem here. Maybe, you know, I had so much shame around fitness and my body Mm. and I had that moment of realization that, wow, maybe, maybe I'm not the one that's broken. Maybe 
the fitness industry is broken or our relationship, our collective relationship with fitness is broken. And let's fix this because we deserve to be able to move and be in our bodies and feel empowered. Um, it's silly that we don't. It's silly, right? A hundred percent. We need to feel that way. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know who told us otherwise, but we are all trying to fit into some body and create some sort of fitness norm that isn't a norm. When our bodies are so beautiful and do so much, they allow us to dance and hug and kiss and make love and sweat and, you know, all cook and all the good stuff. Yeah. And age. Um, Yeah. Get to age. Uh, You imagine. I mean, the conditioning around aging is so prolific. And Hmm. I think all those little messages, like on my face cream in the morning, it says anti-aging. On my husband's, Hmm. he has like the male version of face cream. It says renew, you know, Hmm. those little subtle digs every single day um, condition us to have shame around being in our bodies. And I think it's just really important to be honest about that, that we do have thousands of messages that hit us every day that are counter to being empowered and that it does need to be an intentional practice to be balanced mm. in body and empowered from within. And that's what Bar 3's mission is, is to be balanced in body and empowered from within and to give ourselves compassion and forgiveness that we don't always feel that way. Of course we don't. We're bombarded with messages that tell us otherwise, but we know when we look inside, we know what really matters. We know it's ridiculous to be told not to age. Aging Mm -hmm. means not living. And we all, we know that's silly when we, we know it intellectually, but emotionally we don't because we're conditioned to think I need to look young. I need to be ripped. I need to be skinny so that I will be loved. I'm a successful, needed, belonging in this world. And I think when we all sit back and we really think about it, we're like, that is such a ridiculous story. We have been fed and it is total BS. We all know that. And then we go and we buy the beauty cream again. (laughs) And buy more. And Spring break is coming. And I have to admit, I'm already like, I don't know if I've really taken care of my body. Spring break's coming. it's such a practice. It's like, I forget. And I remember, I forget. And I remember like what really matters, what really matters. And we have to crowd out all that messaging with intentional practice to redefine what success and fitness means. And we, and it has to be like you were saying, a stadium of us, a world of us standing up against the old story so that we can change the narrative. We can change the story. So your children are born in your, your baby is born into a world where the story is, you're enough. Amen. Sadie, I'm already in love with you. This is so necessary. When I talk with women all the time about self-doubt and they say, why can't I just believe in myself? Or why can't I just get over that story? And it's like, because we have had decades, however many decades you've lived, whether you know, you're in your 20s, 60s, 70s, doesn't matter. You've had decades of conditioning of exactly what you said, anti-aging cream. Like we're constantly being told our hair is the wrong color, our lips don't look right, we shouldn't have wrinkles, we're too skinny, we're too fat, we're not smart enough, pretty enough, whatever it might be. And then there was the conditioning that our mothers had that and our grandmothers had that. And so we're trying to battle hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. And if we aren't intentional, I love your word there, right? If we aren't purposeful, intentional, with constantly coming back because the voices do come, but constantly coming back and reminding ourselves and being so intentional about standing in our power. I mean, can you imagine that stadium or the world of women just saying, BS, we're not buying those products? Yeah. They would change their tune in an instant. Yeah. It's big business to prey on that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That you are not mm-hmm. enough. But if you do this fitness product and service in this order, you will be. That's big business. I buy into it. You know, it's hard not to because we're born into a world that tells us that's what we need to do to be seen, loved, heard, belong. And that is a basic human need. I think it's the basic human need. Yeah. But the exciting thing about having a big business, I have a big business now. It's why I'm growing is 
I'm selling a different message and that's working too. Mm. I do think it's our power is in where we spend our money and the choices we make, whether it's, you know, buying clothing made um, by women, you know, locally um, or food that we trust, um, you know, the workers were treated fairly or the schools we choose to send our kids to everything we do, we can, we can change the narrative just by making choices around we're supporting. 100%. I actually wear a necklace every day that says I choose Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, co-design them with an artist and, you know, purpose girls, you know, get them on my website, Mm -hmm. but because it's a constant reminder that we get to choose everything. We get to choose where we put our money. We get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose our actions. And I was doing a speaking engagement for Van Cleef and Arpels recently where I was working and doing a, a workshop on dreams and purpose with their emerging leaders and really got them into what do you want to choose about your life? Even thinking ahead when you're 80 and you look back, what do you want to be able to say about your life? And a man in the room started crying. Because when we really look at who it is that we know we were born to be, we could start making different choices today. Mm-hmm. So take us through the empowerment that you do, because you really mix the mind and the body and the heart in what you do at Bar 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to take a step back for those of you listening who haven't heard of what Bar 3 is. Uh, it's a full body workout. We're a full body workout. We combine strength, conditioning, cardio, and mindfulness. So I love that heart, mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I love the most about bar three, and I think where so many resonate is that we celebrate the idea of modifications. Mm. You'll be in a, and and our classes in our studios are a group environment with a good downbeat. So we, we like a good good playlist, um, inspirational (laughs) that way. And there's a sense of connectivity, community, group energy, and we emphasize the power of making your own choices along the way. And we empower every client with lots of different versions to take shape in each posture so that Mm. you can build that muscle of listening to your body and what your body really needs versus what everybody else is doing or what you've been conditioned to think will get you there faster. Mm. And when you do that, when you modify in a group environment, two things happen. Like I'll give you an example of what I mean by modification. If I'm in plank on the ground, in fact, just this morning, this is me in plank on the ground. I have chronic wrist stuff going on right now. Um, and my wrist was hurting in plank, but I, I do, you know, I'm good at plank. My mind is I'm good at plank. <laughs> right. but, you know, I, 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 I should be able to do this longer, stronger. Right. And there's, it's harder on the floor. So it's better. And I'm mm-hmm. faster if I do it on the floor and everybody else is doing it on the floor. But I took that moment because we're always reminded in class, um, what do you need right now? Like skin, what do you need? And I listened to my wrist. And in, a, in that moment of gratitude, I was like, oh my gosh, I hear you. Okay. This isn't mm-hmm. right. So you stand up and I was at the ballet bar where there's less pressure on my wrist, but I was still able to work my core in alignment and do everything else. Right. In that moment, I honored my body. I developed a stronger relationship with fitness because I was able to feel good while getting a good workout. And and in alignment with what I really needed. And everybody in that class witnessed me standing up for myself. And I'm mm. proud of that. And I know in our community, everybody honors when you do that. They don't think, oh, she's taking the easy way out. It's like, oh, she's taking the brave way. Mm. Exactly what her body needs. And you know, I think that's the defining character of bar three. Wow. I love, Sadie, to put picture frames around things that I think we all need to really take in. First of all, Bar 3 being so supportive of intuition and a woman really knowing and listening to her body. That this is basically what has been beaten out of us for so many years not to honor our body. That our body is about someone else's viewing pleasure instead of about how we feel inside and what we need. Mm -hmm. 
And so this question that any of us can ask ourselves at any time, what do I need? What do I need right now? Mm-hmm. Can just bring us into this moment and being honest and listening to our heart. You know, and it could be if you're you're someone and you're constantly saying yes to everybody else needing your help, but you're exhausted taking a moment. What do I need? You know, I need right now to say no. Mm-hmm. Or when it comes to a fitness class and you're in bar three or you're in yoga and wait, let me check in. Does that feel good to me right now? I, I'm someone in yoga as an example. I love tree pose and I always bring my knee all the way up and my hands are always up. Well, as my belly has started to get bigger, what do I, (laughs) I was trying, right? The last yoga class I took, I was like, oh, I'm so badass. Look at me with my big belly. And I was like, no, this is not what I need because I checked in and what I wanted was the stability of the ground. And I wanted that for my baby. And I wanted that for my own self. And so that is so powerful. And then the third thing, I just want to put a picture frame around that it's the brave way, right? So much of what we talk about here on the Purpose Girl podcast is when you have that inkling, that desire that would either bring you so much joy, light you up, or a purpose idea that you want to bring into the world, it's usually against the norm, right? It's usually against what everyone else is doing or thinking. And it's not, oh, look at her. It's, oh, I'm taking the brave way. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. I bet your clients love that. Yeah. And brave can feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable enough. Maybe not really uncomfortable because really uncomfortable goes into panic zone when you shut down. But uncomfortable enough is okay. It's uncomfortable to get out of our comfort zone and 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 out of autopilot where we're just going through the motions, that's comfortable. What, what is a little uncomfortable is to notice, uh, I'm in autopilot. I'm recognizing some imbalances. You know what? I don't really feel good in my body right now. Like, mm. And just being honest about that, not judging, not trying to change, but what's the brave thing I can do right now? Not feeling good in my body, right? And sometimes it's sitting with it instead of pushing it away and just honoring that. And Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always brave. I think brave can be sound like I'm always badass. No, <laughs> like, and I, I, we talk about that a lot in fitness too, is when you're moving, it's more about a practice of being honest and mm. observing and noticing, um, without trying to change. And mm. we, as women are conditioned especially anyone that's successful. I know I've felt this a lot is I'm always supposed to be badass. <laughs> and, and then social media, of course, I mean, we all know this is just glossed over it. So we're seeing images of people that are showing up their most badass self all the time, even when they're working out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, 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 really important to remember that that's not when we grow. We grow when we're uncomfortable. We grow in those moments of, of like discovery and when we fall out of balance, the journey back to balance is where we grow um, versus rocking tree pose, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's, it's really redefining badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine? It's like we were talking about if all of us women just said, no, we are never going to buy a cream again that says anti-aging. Mm-hmm. You change it to vibrant. You change it to radiant. You change it to something that right. represents how I actually feel. Yeah. If we all redefined badass, instead of being some glossy magazine, you know, fake picture that we see on social media, mm-hmm. but badass is, I'm going to listen to myself and sit down, or I'm going to listen to myself and say no, or say yes to me, or badass is, ouch, I failed. Like something that I cannot stand about, kind of the coaching and expert industry out there is that we we need to show that we fall down too mm-hmm. and that we I mean God knows I fall down plenty of times right and I share it very openly here uh, because we need to show that it's normal it's human yeah badass is the moment when you're falling out of balance and tree pose that moment of the wobble yes and that little glimmer of moment where hand to heart close your eyes take a deep breath before you even go into the tree pose that you need, that's the badass moment. That moment. Mm. Moment of recognition. 
of, oh, what do I need right now? That's the badass moment. Not actually what everybody else in the class is going to see as a beautiful pregnant woman taking a new version. It's that moment that like that, I call that body wisdom. Like that's the body wisdom moment. And those moments are invisible. The only people that really see them are, is yourself in that. Yourself. Mm -hmm. And to measure that, you know, put a measurement around that. Like, yep, that was badass. That was pretty awesome that I did that today, you know? Mm. And that's real power. Like when we talk about, I would love to hear how you define empowerment Mm -hmm. because this sounds like real power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We added within empowerment, empowered from within, because again, you can't see it. A lot of times it's not, it's not the fact that I'm winning the race or on a stage presenting or rocking tree pose in perfect balance. Like that's not what empowered from within is empowered from within is an inner voice of listening, observing, and then align and then proceeding with purpose in alignment mm-hmm. with our core, core value. When I am my most authentic self, I value this and, and just remembering that and then, and then showing up that way, taking a step to show up in alignment with whatever that is, that, mm-hmm. that is empowered from within versus the world telling us you should be this so that you show up as an authentic woman. Or you should be this so you show up as a badass woman. Yeah. I was working with, I have one of my groups is called the Purpose Girl Dream Accelerator. It's women who are turning their purpose into businesses. And I asked them on the last call to define, like when you envision, took them through a meditation, like envision the empowered, inspiring goddess on purpose leader. I don't remember what words I used. What do you see? And a couple of women had more of an image of their own internal, that internal power, that more quiet power, that goddessy. And one woman said, I, I need to admit, I saw the put on your pantsuit, you know, do it like the boys, do what you're supposed to do. And I said, I'm so glad that you brought that up because we all have these images of what power is. Mm-hmm. And is what we're all doing is getting to redefine it. And it was like a beautiful moment for each of us to really define what does that look like for us? And what does that mean for us? That's the thing is we get to all show up authentic to what is right for us. And I think it is where we can heal. We heal in community and where I think we can start to heal when we're just talking about women is supporting each other in our choices, in our individual choices without shame or judgment or scorn. That is really, really powerful for each of us to do because, you know, that's something I've learned as I age is just looking back at candidly how like egocentric I was where when I was younger, I thought every woman had the same values as me. Like, Mm. of course, every woman wants this because I want it, you know, Mm -hmm. aged and matured, obviously, and, and really done a lot of work on self-awareness, just realizing how I'm hardwired to be so radically different than the woman next to me. And that's completely mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it's actually beautiful. It's so beautiful. And that's why when we are around diverse perspectives and different choices, diversity creates innovation, um, problem solving. Mm-hmm. Creativity. Creativity. Yeah. That it's also important that we all matter. I think there's such a war, like it's so ridiculous that this is still a conversation, but there's still kind of a war amongst women about if you stay at home or you don't, or, right. you know, whatever it is, like you get plastic <laughs> surgery or you don't, or you um, wear a pantsuit or you don't, or you wear heels or you don't, or you vote for this or you don't. Like, I just, I think that a more inclusive, like joining mentality when it comes to women is very foundational to us, to us actually having a movement and, mm. and healing and changing conditioning and all the things that we care about. Yeah. And coming together in that diverse sisterhood mm-hmm. where we honor our own selves. And so each of us has our own authentic definition of who we are and that authentic empowered from within and then honoring, oh, here's what it is for you and here's what it is for you and here's what it is for you. And that is so beautiful. And Sadie, one thing in reading about you that I was really fascinated by, you were raised by a sisterhood of women. Mm -hmm. And 
I create sisterhoods now because I think it's something I so much craved. <laughs> and so how do you think that that, first of all, I'd love to hear your experience of being raised by a sisterhood of women. I believe it was your mom and your aunts. And so I'd love to hear about that and how that influenced you. Yeah, my mom and her dear friends who are related mm. um, were basically all single moms and raised us kids collectively. And we still consider ourselves a family, um, 47 mm. years old. So it's like, I always say it's the greatest love story ever because those women are still really strongly knit community and my family, absolutely my family. And one thing I learned from them growing up is exactly precisely what I was just talking about is like uber acceptance of women and of all people mm. forget just women, but really just my mom always says like with my kids, just see them, just notice them and see them validate them, reflect back what you see. Um, that's hugely important for confidence and, and being able to proceed with purpose. And I had the gift of having four women besides my mother who were not related to me continuously over my life to this day, see me for who I really am. Not the things, not the external measures of success and the markers of that I'm valid in the world, but who I am and always reflecting that back to me. And it's a great gift and something that I'm passionate about sharing with a broader community and just reminding people, like I was at happy hour not too long ago with a group of women and the conversation went down a negative path around a, another high performing woman who wasn't at the table who mm -hmm. had chose she, her career path. She's a founder of a freaking amazing company um, she has like four kids under the age of five. It's insane, right? And wow. she doesn't have a big social life because of it. And they were kind of like, you know, um, judging about that mm -hmm. instead of what an amazing choice this woman has made. You know, I wonder I, what that's like for her. Yeah. You know, we can't always have it all. That's not the direction of the conversation. The direction of the conversation was, and we're going to push her down because she doesn't share the exact value I have right now. And mm. I, I cautiously redirected that conversation. And, and that's something, because that's something I learned from a young age. And I think it's something I've become more confident in because I am a people pleaser in the past. I would have just kind of gone along with the conversation, um, mm -hmm. but I've really realized that's a huge disservice and I, I, I won't tolerate that anymore you know, I will redirect from now on. And I want everyone else to do the same because I've been on the other side of that equation a lot. <laughs> we all yeah, have. The more yeah. you get known in the world, the more criticism you get, right? And it, mm -hmm. it sucks. It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Never feel good. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And it's, you know, you doing that, I bet just people, whether, they, I don't know if they noticed it or they, I don't know if they said anything, but I'm sure that they felt it or noticed it. And it's like what I'm hearing is you brought your purpose that you bring into the studio every day and into work every day. That's just who you are every day, right? So, you know, often when we think about purpose, people think, oh, it's my job. What job do I want? And it's like, no, purpose is who you are and speaking your voice and sharing your gifts in all aspects of your life. Yeah, especially the in-between moments. Yeah. Yeah. When nobody is looking, right? That wasn't, cameras weren't on and no one was writing an article. Nobody was doing anything for social media. It was that small moment that, sh that really shifted yeah. for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so what do you notice in, about sisterhood? Obviously your classes are not just for women, but what do you notice about community and that connection in terms of this empowered from within in bar three? Well, the first thought I had when you asked that, what do I notice is when you invite it, when you invite community, when you invite support, people love it. Mm. It's, it's pretty easy to do when you invite, you know, um, the idea of like having a new neighbor into your home with, you know, at a dinner party, right. It's uncomfortable to walk into a new neighborhood, let alone a new home 
But if you invite them in and you introduce them to the other neighbors and there's that people love it, like we thrive in those environments. Yeah, because we all want to be loved and belong. And we want community and we're all so lonely. And my biggest takeaway with Bar 3 is that it's actually quite easy to create community and fight lonely. You just, we just need to be intentional, a little intentional. And then people are all in and there's an unspoken rule at bar three. Everybody knows when you walk in right away, my job here is to be a part of this and to show up with compassion for myself, for the people, the other people in this room. That's not something we write on the walls or, or have people sign a waiver or like, you're not coming in the door unless you're compassionate. Like we've never had to say it out loud. It's just, we just invite it. And Mm-hmm. It just happens. Yeah, people can feel mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And men mm-hmm. too, or however you identify, um, we are all a part of this equation. We are all a part of creating a world where people are seen and heard and know they belong. We it doesn't matter who you are, we're we're all equally powerful in that sense and important. Mm-hmm. Each one of us is needed. Yeah. Right? In our exact form and exactly as we are. Yeah. Everybody matters. <laughs> yes. Everybody mm-hmm. matters equally. And, you know, sometimes I know throughout my life, I have felt like, oh, I'm different. And, you know, I think we all do. And what's wrong with me? And what I love is you're talking about an environment where what makes you you and what makes you unique is actually welcomed and invited. And that would just change the world right there if we all just treated each other that way. Yeah. Okay, I have to pause our conversation for just a few seconds because I have to tell you guys that my new book is out. Oh my gosh. And it is actually perfect and what we need right now. My book is called Wonderful You, 100 Inspirational Quotes for a Little Pop of Joy. And I have collected 100 of my favorite quotes, whether they are quotes about rising up during challenge that we all need now or quotes about being your best self. They will make you laugh. They will help you move through tears. And it is beautiful. I also throughout the book have peppered positivity facts, facts about how to choose, facts about how to live your best life facts from positive psychology, you know, and the illustrations are gorgeous. My publisher did an incredible job. I'm telling you, this is the book you want on your nightstand right now during these times, especially to just open up to any page and get the inspiration, the motivation, the little chuckle, the, oh, the joy that we need right now. It is available for pre-order. You want to get one for you and every person you love because this is exactly what we need to get us through this time. You are going to love it. Check it out. Wonderful You on Amazon. Again, the link is in the show notes. Or just go to Amazon, put my name into the bar, and you will get to it. Ah, Wonderful You. You are wonderful, my friend. So how did you grow? I know you started with one studio. And I'm sure there are women out there going, okay, how do I scale? How How do I grow something to where I want it to be or to its full potential? I don't know if it'll, like, I don't know if bar three will ever reach its full potential. It's a practice. I think the more important thing is to be really clear. You mentioned purpose, to be really clear on your internal purpose or your, your business ideas, heart, like your core reason for being your essence of why you're even creating what you're creating and have that always be the North star for making decisions. Always. And that consistency of going back to the North Star is what um, creates a scalable business because you're consistently leading with that purpose versus reacting to maybe how I'll get new clients or how I'll stay relevant or how I'll beat the competition, how I'll win the race, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of those things driving you, drive, be driven around, oh, like for me, it's how am I going to redefine what success and fitness means? Mm. Um, and and what is my growth strategy around that? Teaching people to be mm. balanced in body and empowered from within. Not 
how am I going to get to 170 studios in one year and reach this profit margin and have online classes in 98 plus countries and um, a retail line? I didn't start there. I started with what do I want to do? And then how are we going to get there? Like what, what's my heart? And then what's the best way that business can support that? Yes. We have to remind ourselves of that every single day. Every single day, you know, and I'll find myself as much as I'm all about purpose, my brain will go off into the other, but how do I get, or how do I, but how, and, and coming back, this is why purpose is so powerful, coming back to that essence, that why, and you're so clear in that, Sadie. I'm so clear in that, and I want to underline and highlight and dog ear this one comment. Getting clear on your distilled essence is the hardest thing you'll do. We as human beings too, even our own core values. Getting clear on that is the hard work. Mm. It's easier to find people who can help you create business systems around that. The harder work is getting really, I mean, it took us years to come up with the words balanced and body and empowered from within. Yes. Of getting clear, 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 clear. Um, and it's so freeing once you reach that 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 point. And we do retreats now, which is my favorite kind of side hustle with Bar Three. And one of the thing, one of the workshops we lead is around core values. So figuring out your own purpose, and mm-hmm. it's one of our highest rated programs. It's also during the core values workshop, people freak out. They're like, wait. I don't know my values, like my values, there's so many values. And, you know, we do this whole great exercise where you get distilled, distilled, distilled until at the end it's, oh, when I'm my most authentic self, I always value, like for me, gratitude, gratitude, always. And if I know that's so, so central to who I am is, do I need to practice gratitude more in my life? So it shows up more. Usually the answer is yes, because there's so many good values that we all try to be everything to everybody. And until you do that, you take that time and you do that work to get clear on what you really can accomplish because life is finite. Energy is finite. We only have so many hours in the day. We can't be everything to everybody. It's really hard to build a life or a business without that exercise. Yeah, it's an incredible exercise. I was going to ask you for people who are listening, what's the first step to getting clear? Because we each have a different part to play. So the more clear you are, that's yours. You can own gratitude. You can own, you know, what is what is mine to do here? And it's freeing, release. The rest is for someone else. Yeah. And it's also so fun and so exciting. Yeah. Because then you can keep saying, and and how can I bring you know, empowered from within? How can we shift fitness? How can I, like in my case, how can I empower women to know their purpose? How can I, and stick with that. So what would you say is the first step to getting clear? The first step is prioritizing a practice of self-awareness. Bar none. Like, and and how the entry point to self-awareness changes depending on who you are and what resonates most with you. So, Really, like, man, in my opinion, managing your energy or your schedule around self-awareness first so that you have a practice of being really clear on your inner voice so that everything else is in alignment. Hmm. And some practices, like things that I've done that have really helped me with self-awareness, one of them is strength finders. Like, have, there's lots of different kind of strength finder tests. Um, the Enneagram is one of my very favorites. Do you know about that one? Yeah, about all these. I love them. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Enneagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. If anyone's interested in that one, I love that one. Such a great one. Journaling, just taking time to write for these, these are things that work for me. Again, everybody has different, different ones. I'd I'd be interested um, in what yours are. Um, listening to my dreams. And I've been taught that from an early age, um, mom, and I love how you call it the sisterhood. Uh, (laughs) is listen like every morning I I wake up and I I just remember my dream and I think about what that really means in mm-hmm. my life. That's a tool for me. Mm-hmm. Um, having a third party, someone who can help me investigate uh, who I am. This is so beautiful because most people wouldn't think of these as 
practices for a high-powered executive business woman, right? But it's foundational. Yeah, exactly. And I notice such a difference. I always think of these as my morning practices, right? So when I wake up, the first thing I do is I say a moment of gratitude. And it always starts with gratitude for my bed. Like, (laughs) let's just be honest. Love my bed because I don't want to get out of bed, and so it's like I'm so grateful for my bed, and then whatever else comes up, and then when I step out of bed, the first thing, one foot I say thank, and the second foot I say you. Mm. I don't even know when I started doing that, but I've been doing it. That yeah, I mean, feel free take it as as much. Steal that. Yeah, steal it. Take it, girl. And it's (laughs) yeah, it's like it just gets my you know kind of my feet in the right way, and then I go downstairs and I light a candle. And that's when I really tune in and listen to my body. And some days I will do some stretching and some days I'll dance mm-hmm. and some days I'll sit and do my meditation. Mm-hmm. And it's really that question that you said at the beginning, Sadie, what do I need today? And then yeah. I always open my journal and I actually will write a few things. Um, I love bragging to myself in my journal and celebrating yeah. myself. And yeah. so it's because, yeah. you know, it's like, let me, I'm going to celebrate because our brains, my brain certainly can go into what I didn't finish accomplish or what I didn't do right. And so I've, you know, I learned this from one of my previous mentors, Regina Thomashauer, is spend a little bit of time celebrating yourself and being proud of yourself. Definitely. And then I will yourself as yes. where, how far you've come. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like, which side do I focus on? And then I will write out some gratitudes and then I may even write out some of like what I'm excited about. You know, what am I excited about today? And it just starts the day in a totally different place. How long have you been doing that for? I have been doing a morning practice consistently for maybe seven or eight years now. Oh my gosh. Do you, I have a really technical question. Do Please. you hear coffee before any of that? No, I don't. That's I have easy. water. Wow. I want to try. That's my next goal. I wake up and go right down to the coffee machine. <laughs> yeah, I I wake up parched. Now, I, I, I part of that is being pregnant, right? Like I wake up, but I want to guzzle. Yeah, yeah. I wake up and I want to guzzle water. And then typically, while I'm meditating, my husband will come downstairs and he will make the coffee. And so then there is a cup of right. coffee waiting for me, which is really really lovely. Oh. That yeah, lovely. Do you have any other kids? Uh, I have a stepson who is 19, who doesn't live okay. here, but this yeah. is my first. Yeah, so yeah. we had a five-year fertility journey. Oh, wow. Where we had, yeah, we had a couple of losses and mm. a year of fertility treatments. Wow. And I am 45 and pregnant for the first time. Congrats. So, thank well, you. you know, for all of us listeners to hear what your morning routine's like when you have your baby. <laughs> right. Maybe all that's going to go out the window, right? Passionate <laughs> about it. Well, that's right. That's that's just it. I want to add one more morning routine that I do okay. because I have a, you know, my listeners, I have a pretty critical self mind at times. And so mm-hmm. another one that I do is I will give myself affirmations. And these really come from checking in, what do I need to hear? Because sometimes the nasty voice will want to speak to me early. And I really have gotten in tune with that inner side of me and, you know, what does she really need to hear? And sometimes I can see like a picture of myself at eight, you know, or sometimes I see myself at 45 rocking it out, but it's just like, what do I need to hear today? And it's really led me to a few different affirmations that I say to myself every single day. And any of you out there, if it just sounds like woo-woo to you, the science behind it, so Sadie, I don't know if you know, I have my master's degree in positive psychology, which is the science of human flourishing. So the science behind it, it's neuroscience, right? Just like we were talking about with face creams, you have decades of being told that you look wrong. And so you, your brain has been wired to believe that you look wrong. So we must diligently, intentionally, purposefully repeat to ourselves that we look beautiful and repeat to ourselves whatever it is that you need to hear, that you're enough, that you are talented, that you are strong, you are capable, whatever it might be. And so those are just some of my practices. And crowd out that inner critic voice. 
right? Yes. Yeah, because it wants to come back, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then the last one I'll just share since you asked is <laughs> I <laughs> keep little sticky notes inside of my closet of either affirm, like things I like to say to myself, like you are celebrated for who you are and some of my dreams that are on there. Like I had a sticky note about being a mom for years. Mm-hmm. And so while I get dressed, I look at my sticky notes. Thoughts become things. I truly believe that. I know it. I mean, I love that there's so much science now backing all this. Yeah, exactly. Have you studied Sean Aker? I not um, only have studied Sean Aker, but he's a friend. Really? Okay. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I'm having a fangirl moment right now. <laughs> yeah. His uh, wife and I were in on graduate school together. Oh, my at God. Penn. Great. Yeah. yeah. And she found yeah, work has really had a profound impact on me. It sounds like you're in that same arena. That's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's positive psychology. Yeah. It's that's really cool. He's fantastic. Really, really you know, just to add like a, like a turbo element to this that I think is really important back to all of creating su- communities of support. I was just talking to my friend, Ruthie Lindsay about this. Um, I'm, we're both like, you can brag around me. You just tell me, you can tell me how awesome you are. Do not. Yes, Sadie. It's important to find other people that can be as safe as your journal to say, I'm, I'm killing it today. Like, thank you. you Because I, we have been conditioned out of that too. Like it's not becoming for women to talk about how much money we make. It's not becoming to say we feel like good in our bodies or whatever it is like oh we feel like oh that she's gonna feel bad if I actually talk well about myself yeah I have a Facebook group it's called Purpose Girls and all of my listeners hopefully all of you know that you can come on and brag there anytime you want and at least once a week I ask for some public brags and I love hearing your brags it's so good it's so necessary because let's be women that lift each other up and that get inspired by each other yeah. And that want each other to be as beautiful and empowered, inner badass as we can. I love it. And I've been taught not to do that because we think, like, I have been taught, I, I think about like body shaming mm-hmm. uh, with other women. Like, if we're, I'm about to go on spring break with some girlfriends and we go, there's four couples that go. And like, for a while there, we've been doing this for years, we'd be on the beach and we'd be like, ugh, I feel so fat or I feel so yucky. But I, we'd sort of say it to comfort each other. Yeah, right. And, and we don't do that anymore. We've all decided we are not going to body shame. We yes. are not engaged in that conversation. Right. It's almost like we say those things to make each other feel better mm-hmm. instead of like, I feel awesome in my bathing suit today. What? We never say that. I just read a really great book. Just take it completely out of the body, right? Mm. It's not authentic. Talk about something else that really is. um, Yeah. Yeah. So good. And you mentioned your retreat, and I would love for you just to share a little bit more. What are the Bar 3 retreats? Yeah, it's well, it's frankly a tool for self-awareness, which we were talking about. It's it's and it's in community. Our retreats these days have been about 100 people and it's really neat to have that big of a group because there's this incredible group energy and also permission to choose your own path. Mm. We gather in beautiful places. This next one's at Brasada Ranch, which is one of my favorite places on the planet. It's in um, right outside of Bend, Oregon. Greatest sunset ever. We literally mm. do giant group exercise classes in a barn and then breakout sessions around like core values, um, modifying modification mindset. We do a circle leadership session around fighting lonely and connecting. And just every in-between moment is intentional around um, really tapping into who we are as individuals and then, and then being in a community of support around that. So we, you can leave after three days feeling stronger um, and with a strategy around living more purposefully. Um, and we don't take it too seriously. I think that's the other fun thing about our retreats is we laugh a lot and yes, have a yeah. glass of wine or two and <laughs> yes. you opt out of class. You don't have to do everything. Um, yeah. You can take time for you. Yeah. yeah. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also lead retreats. I also will. Let's have a glass of wine afterwards, which I think, and, and every retreat is great, whether that's your kind of thing or not, but it's, you know, there is something about that combination of 
taking care of your body and then just taking care of your laughter and having some fun. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So incredible. Sadie, as you said, bar three, it's not that you've reached your potential. You're still growing because you're all based on this purpose. And I know I have learned so much with and from you today. And I know everyone else out there has as well. Where can people find out about your retreats and about taking a class and the locations near them? Sure. The retreat, the next retreat is April 16th through the 19th. And the website for that is experienceb3.com. And then our website is bar3b-a-r-r-e-3.com. So those are two good spots. And social media, Instagram for me is Sadie Lincoln and bar3 is bar3. Beautiful. And we have all those in the show notes. So you can just easily, easily link. So Sadie, you are such a breath of fresh air. Your kindness just radiates from the inside out. Your compassion radiates from the inside out. And I'm so grateful to get to connect with you today. And I know everybody has benefited from you. I'm grateful too, and really inspired by your morning routine. Uh, that's what I love. I'm, I'm going to take pieces of that into my my routine, and I'll send you gratitude. Oh, and will you please brag to me? I will. Oh, I'm so going to brag if I do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> brag <laughs> once you do it. I'll give you my text, and you just brag. Yeah. I want to hear it, baby. I want to hear it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. One last thing I like to do with all my guests. It's called a purpose power play round. Okay. And I'm just going to ask you a couple of random questions, and whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind is the right answer. Are you down? Down. Okay, awesome. So what is one book that everyone should read? Becoming. I couldn't think of it for a second. By Michelle Obama. 100%. (laughs) Love that book. What did you love about it? She's an incredible writer. Uh, Her her, um, amazing memory of her childhood Mm. and me, I came a greater understanding of what it's like to be a woman of color um, growing up the way she did. And um, it was it's a gift. It was a gift to read, truly. Mm. Beautiful. Who inspires you? My mom. Mm. My mama. Mm. Well, I can understand from the way that you grew up. Is there one trait or characteristic about her that you can brag on? She truly lives a life that honors that her inner world versus all the exterior measures of success that women are conditioned to believe are important. She lives that truth and oh. she's given me that gift. And she's also just awesome. She's funny and cool and ridiculous. And I, love it. I just love it. <laughs> I love her. Mom, will you tell her to brag to me too? That would be really great. (laughs) Okay. Last question. What is something that you want every woman to know? That they're already enough. Mm. They are in this moment, in this very, very moment, they are already enough. You are already enough. Mm. No truer words have been spoken. You are already enough. Sadie, thank you so much, so much. And to all of you out there, thank you for listening. We hope you loved this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. If you did, head on over to Apple Podcasts and take 60 seconds, share your five-star review. That's how women all over the world from Hong Kong to Macau to Mexico are finding the Purpose Girl podcast and are expanding and growing and learning. If you haven't yet joined that Purpose Girls Facebook group, Girlfriend, what are you waiting for? Get on over there, celebrate, brag, and I will so be excited for your brags. Of course, you also want to be joining my newsletter list at PurposeGirl.com because that's how you'll be the first to find out about retreats I'm doing, programs, as well as getting your weekly videos with inspiration and motivation and purpose power tools. And last but not least, please share this podcast, this episode of the podcast with every woman you know. Every woman can benefit from body positivity and empowerment from within. And so by you sharing this podcast, that is how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, may you live purposefully, may you love yourself, and may you love life. Bye for now.